Kalani Sataki has been extended through 2023. You and I have said time and again, he should be extended. BYU took its time getting there. I think this has been on his mind. You're only human to think about that extension and your contract and what's going to happen in the future. I would have guessed the resistance was coming somewhere other than Tom Homo. Tom doesn't want Kalani to fail. That's Tom's hire. But what happened should have happened. And now Kalani will be around until 23 and maybe longer if he continues to grow this thing in the direction it's headed right now. Sam Amick from The Athletic. You know, we've been able in the media for five years now to just fixate on the Warriors in the West for the most part and then maybe a little bit the Rockets. And no disrespect to the Jazz, but it was like they were on that second tier and the Rockets were too. But the Warriors kind of ruled the basketball world in the West and you didn't do as much monitoring of these different teams. I'm having a hard time keeping up because I like taking a pulse on all of them. But right now, if I had to handicap a squad coming out of the West, it's probably going to be Lakers or Clippers. Of course, from WFNZ in Charlotte, also part of uh, college football coverage on Sirius and XM Satellite Radio, not to mention the College Football Country Podcast, our good friend Josh Parcell. I actually think Penn State's resume at this point is better. They, they have more quality wins than the youth, and their one loss is, to be quite honest, better than Utah's loss. I mean, USC's a good team, but Minnesota's ranked higher. That loss is better. So I'm actually a little surprised that Penn State is ranked behind Utah for now. Having said that, I, in a couple weeks, Utah's going to have a chance to answer all those questions. And if they beat Oregon, I think they have a really good case to make it into the playoffs. Greg Bowler, Jack, with us on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The beauty of what the Jazz has built in this offseason was to have multiple players like a Conley, like a Bogdanovich, Jeff Green, a Moutier, who could take some of the pressure off Donovan Mitchell. You know, the roster at hand on paper looks good, but at the same time, shooting woes. Last year was an issue, and so far this season, there's been nights they look absolutely unstoppable, but you've got to be a consistent team to be obviously a player in the West and to win the West and go beyond. Tanner Mangum with us. BYU gives Kalani Sitake an extension. Your thoughts? If you watch the video of the team in the locker room afterwards, that's all you need to know about how the team feels about that extension. It's the right move. You keep going. You keep rolling with where you're at. Keep the continuity. Keep the consistency. And now I just hope that the program and the administration can give Kalani the help that he needs. Just like when you sign good players, now you have to have a good game plan on how you're going to use them and how you're going to help them be successful. What resources can you give him to maximize his extension? Rudy has become an incredibly versatile defender. The Jazz said, okay, you're a great rim defender, but now we want you to be a great defender on the floor. Yeah. And we want you to defend the pick and roll like a guy who's 6'3 instead of a guy who's 7'1. <laughs> We're going to need you to do a little more. By the way, after you're done, get back here and protect the rim. And then he absolutely goes out and does it. He deserves more credit than he gets for the improvement that he's made, and he basically just does everything the coaches ask of him, and it's really amazing. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling.
is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sounds of the week right there brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus tour at the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered cell parking, covered valet parking, excuse me, open valet parking at 24-7 Car to curb shuttle service, Diamond Airport parking since 1922, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save Diamond Airport parking. Gordon, we've been so chocked full today, we did not actually get to all of the list earlier in the uh, show. Yeah, got a few items left we let's, can get to. Let's do it. Let's hit a couple more things. What are we doing? Did we just see somebody walk in with turkeys? Wow, somebody did just walk in with turkeys. Oh, no way. Wow. Oh, how about that? Oh, how about that? That's awful nice of you. How about that? Thanks for coming. What was your name? Sean. Sean, pleasure. Thanks for coming in, man. Thank you. Sean, just bringing in a couple of turkeys. How about that? All right. Uh, if, if there's a listener out there, if you need a turkey for Thanksgiving, come by and grab it. We, we got, have two. We, we have two frozen turkeys. and Compliments uh, to Sean. Thanks to Sean. That's that's awful nice of him, yeah. thinking of uh, of us and our listeners. Absolutely. If you Maybe you know somebody who might be in need this Thanksgiving season. We've got a turkey for you. So right here. Come on by. Come on. Get those, on down here. Those look like really big turkeys, too. My How much? Do you see poundage on there? Bird is looking. Looking. 14. 14 pound birds. That's a nice size bird. All right. How about that? Thanks, Sean. All right. Nice. If you need if you're in need, if you need a turkey, we got you covered. Or if, seriously, if you know somebody out there who's in need this holiday season, uh come grab come grab a turkey. Here here. All right, Gordo, where are we going? All right. Let's uh, let's start with this. Jake, uh now I know your dad is a very accomplished person and your mom too. Professionals who uh made a difference in their careers and whatnot. How would you like to be the son of either a star athlete or like a Hollywood film star? Would that be hard? Uh, yeah, I would think that would be hard. Because, what, you think you develop an attitude like, hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so, I don't have to work hard, I don't have to make my own way, or uh, living up to that standard? Uh, what would trouble you the most? Uh... Yeah, I mean, or or even if that's not reality, the perception of that, right? Or or being, I mean, you'd have to answer questions constantly. What did what did uh, your girls think about uh, growing up? The daughter of oh, the great Lord That's not what I mean. I mean, like you know, a real star power, somebody who is. It would be hard, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be hard, but you would probably have some financial advantages. I don't know, depending upon the attitude. It always comes back to money. The reason I bring this up is, how would you like to be LeBron James' son? Bronny has been playing high school basketball now, along with Wayne Wade's son. Yeah. Uh, He's already got cameras on him all the time. He's He's like a high school sophomore. It's crazy. I loved what LeBron said a couple of weeks ago about AAU basketball. I don't know uh, if you want to get into that, but I thought it was I, I just, extremely perspective. I, just wanted, I mean, I was, I was on one website, and they're showing these various things about Bronny James, and I'm thinking, kid is 16 years How old is he? Something like that? Yeah. I mean, let the kid be a kid. You know, I don't have to start the hype machine now. Of course, 
Pops was that way. I mean, he was, remember, he's selling out arenas when he was a high school player. Oh, yeah, player. he didn't really have a chance to be a kid either. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought of that when I saw saw it. All right, uh, did you see the celebration, the 30-year mark at TNT for Ernie Johnson? Yeah, I did. That was cool. I'm getting soft in my old age. You are I, I love soft. this stuff. Seriously. I get, I, get, I get weepy. First of all, Ernie Johnson, he's the best. Isn't he? I love I love that show. That might be my favorite show on TV. But not- he's good. He could be good on anything. Oh well, he does uh, terrific for the baseball coverage on uh, on TNT. Professionally, TV. he's just really r- great. But he's also, and I don't know this for a fact, but from what I hear, he's really a good, good guy. Yeah, had that bout with uh, with cancer there a few years ago. Well, they they had they had a, they they surprised him. Jeff Foxworthy was involved. <laughs> At the gate, driving in, you know, and met him, and and uh, Charles was there, and Kenny was there, and a bunch of the people that work at TNT. He just seems universally respected, and I think that's kind of cool for a I, guy who's been around as long. as I think it's had. great, and you know what? I don't think it just anybody could host that could host that show. I mean, he's he he manages the personalities, he and the shenanigans so well, and yeah. it's. But he can He's be bi- he can be biting too, man. When it needs when it call when it's called for, he can he, he can, can he can throw out some zingers. Anyway, I, I just asked for the thirty years there at TNT for Ernie Johnson. That's so cool. Uh, did you see that? There's a new video out of the Astros using whistles to steal signs now. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Because they I there was one of the teams that had heard the whistles too, they, and they had actually complained about it. When you hear a whistle at any sporting event, I, I don't know how anybody would even mess with that because the second you hear a whistle, your ears perk up. It, baseball is a little different, though, because they don't use whistles. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But, it, of course, if you have a whistle at a basketball game, guess who's getting thrown out? Yeah, they're going to find you PDQ and you're you're out of there. Baseball, I think, is a little different. What's the deal with the Astros? How des- desperate were they? It, it's so interesting to me when you when, – remember the steroid era when we used to talk about certain players who were great, great players. Barry Bonds, for instance. And yet he felt like he needed to allegedly get involved in, in being better than he was. The Astros had great talent. And yet they felt the need to cheat too. That's just – crazy to me well you know what the thing is gordon is is getting ahead or or finding a way to get an edge on the competition is what business is all about it's what america is all about but you you have to draw that line somewhere you have to operate within the rules yeah and then last thing here 56 years ago today john kennedy was assassinated yeah that doesn't mean i don't know how much that means to you, Jake. I mean, I know you're up to date on history and things like that, but for people from my generation, that was a big, big deal, a defining moment that is just wedged into our minds. I remember I was young, but I remember watching all of that, the funeral, the procession, everything. It was just one of those days. And when I went to Dallas for the first time, I went to the museum there in the Texas School Book Depository. Man, I just was absolutely fascinated by that. But 56 years ago today, and it also happens to be my dad's birthday. How about that? My dad passed away 18 years ago uh, on Tuesday. 
but today was his birthday, so it makes me think of him as well. So I sort of have a sad moment and very fond memories of my dad. Awesome. All right, Greg Hansen is going to join us coming up right around the corner. We'll talk uh, about his, well, his piece on Kyle Whittingham, also about uh, what's coming up this weekend with the Utes and the Wildcats. But we're live at the warehouse, of course, 1967 South, 300 West. Don't forget about their brand-new Orem location as well on University Parkway. But Tom is with us once again. And, Tom, it's so fun to see our listeners come in here and, and take advantage of all these deals you're throwing yeah, out Yeah, we there. just sold a couple of adjustable beds. Uh, they've been looking – $2,400 range, I got her into an adjustable bed for $899. How about that? The mattress that they were looking at was more than that. And, and not Boom. only did she Boom. need a, something to sleep on, but she also had some back pain. She and, did. And, and so, I mean, I saw you over there uh, doing the various adjustments and whatnot, and she looked like a happy camper. If you've never laid on an adjustable bed, just come in and see us. Uh I'm going to honor these deals through Monday. Awesome. Um, but I'll tweak the mattress where it opens up your spine and it relieves pressure from your pelvis. So if you're having lower back pains, we adjust it. Oh, there, wow. And once you do it and then you lay flat, you go, oh, my fetch. How was I sleeping on that? And happy birthday, Gordon's dad. Please say hi to my dad in heaven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, you, Gordon, was was talking about uh, an experience that he had recently. Where Gordon, where you were having some reflux uh, issues while you were trying to? Yeah, sleep I had or some bad soup and uh, laid down and uh, sort of. Got, but I, I, I thought about you, Tom. I thought if I had one if of I Tom's adjustable, adjustable beds, bed. all I got to do is push a button, and I'm feeling much better. Raise your feet up a little. Raise your head up about six inches, and half hour later, the acid seems to. So, I mean, body. this can make a huge difference in your lifestyle. It, it's changed my life. I, I've talked about this a lot. I'm diabetic. My feet were swelling. We went and got uh, very expensive orthopods to put in my shoes. I, I couldn't get out of bed without it feeling like there were needles in it. I do not have to soak my feet ever if I'm in Salt Lake City sleeping on my adjustable mm. bed. And people think it's too expensive, and the truth is it's absolutely not. And let's talk about it. A queen, head up, with mattress, the entire package, four ninety nine. You want better? Head and foot. I've got head and foot starting at seven ninety nine. It's more expensive to buy the mattress than it is to buy the adjustable bed at the warehouse. If you want the very finest, with the lumbar, with USBs, with LED lights underneath, there's even a flashlight on your remote. The entire package in Queen, fourteen ninety nine. The entire package in King. This is a. If we go on the internet, I can show it to you. It's like twelve thousand eight hundred bucks. I just showed a customer, two thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars, mattresses and bases. Unbelievable. And the way you do that, people wonder. So how does Tom do that? You found yourself a deal. You found yourself a deal that others can't find. Well, if you're looking for, and the best example is, if you're looking for ABC brand model XYZ2X49, I can probably save you 10 to 20%. But if you want a name brand, one of the very best brand names, who just closed their warehouse in Northern California, and I bought all of the inventory as they had a deadline to move out, it had to be out of there by Thanksgiving. The end of their lease was this month. They wanted it out. I just unloaded the third truck in Orem today. 
I bought the entire inventory wow. at 75% off. Wow. Awesome. It's hard to it's hard to beat that. You can't beat that. It's hard to beat it. All right, 1967 South, 300 West. Don't, Don't forget about forget. the Orem. I'm going to be in Orem all day tomorrow. If you want to come see me, I'll take care of you. And if you want to come to Salt Lake, Race will take care of you tomorrow. We'll honor these prices through Tuesday before Thanksgiving next week. Love it. Uh-huh. All right, take advantage of it. It's the warehouse. That's Tom. We'll have more straight ahead. Greg Hansen joins us on the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow mojo. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. PK. As a player, did you notice all the whistles and think, hey, i got to play this a little differently? Cliche as it is, you don't really have a choice but to move on and just focus on what your team's doing. It's probably funny coming from a guy like me who talks to the referees every possession, but we've done a pretty good job all year of adjusting to referees. They've got a pretty tough job to do, so I'm very happy for them. They do a great job. Have you ever refereed in any way? No, nah, I definitely 100% will never ever be a referee. I can tell you that. You can referee kids. I don't have enough problem refereeing my own children in my own house. Never mind. Ten kids on a court. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We are live today from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Don't forget about their Orem location as well, but prices so low, it'll blow your mind. We've seen a few minds blown today. We have. Uh, our listeners taking advantage of uh, specifically these uh, adjustable bed deals that are just incredible. But really, I mean, if you're in the market for you know furniture, uh, rugs, Betting, I mean, you name it, you'd be absolutely crazy to go anywhere else. That's uh, He's got me absolutely convinced, and the evidence is right in front of us. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So come take advantage, 1967 South, 300 West. All right, uh, let's uh, now, Gordon, let's get uh, on out to the Sprint special guest line. Uh, Sprint is the network built for Unlimited with great deals on great devices every day. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us, he is a columnist for the Arizona Daily Star. You can read his work online at Tucson.com. In fact, he's got a great piece up right now, headlined, Utah has taken on Coach Kyle Whittingham's hard-nosed, team-first approach, lapping Arizona. He is columnist Greg Hansen with us on The Big Show. Hi, Greg. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we are doing terrific. Uh, I tweeted this out earlier, but I, I could not have enjoyed your column more. Talking about Coach Witt, just give us kind of the, the basics of, of what you were talking about and what kind of motivated you to write this. Probably because Arizona, well, Kyle Whittingham kind of mirrors uh Arizona's most successful coach of the last, you know, in this basically this era. Nick Tomey was a lot like uh, Whittingham, and that he played through his defense. He outworked everybody. Um, he played kicking game and field position, and uh, and it worked. And then Arizona got rid of him, and they haven't been good for 20 years. And it's just not funny. But to look look across the South Division and see Utah becoming so successful doing working with kind of the formula that Dick Comey used. It's uh I've seen it before. So Greg, is the problem that uh, a lack of judgment when it comes to hiring the right guy or is the problem that they're giving up on the guys too soon? 
you know, I don't think they've given up on the guys they fired too soon. Uh, the problem is the judgment. Um, and I, I do understand that the pool of available head coaching candidates for a Pac-12 school is pretty limited. Um, but, I mean, Arizona has hired in the last 20 years a coach who got fired by Texas, a coach who got fired by Michigan, and now they hired a coach who got fired by Texas A&M. It just kind of puzzled me that they think that that's a formula that works. Because all those guys didn't work out here. You know, Greg, I, I think you make a, a terrific point, and and Kyle Whittingham is a good fit because he's, you know, grown up as a coach in this region. I mean, before Utah being at Idaho State, and you you connect it so well to Ron McBride, who of course of course coached under Dick Tomey and then hired Kyle Whittingham as his D line coach at Utah and promoted him to to defensive coordinator and then Urban Meyer saw the value in keeping yeah. Coach Witt on as he his defensive uh, coordinator. I think you make a terrific point as opposed to a you know a splash hire somebody with a, a big name like a Stoops, you know, you find a coach that knows how to win at a unique location. The two coaches that have won at Arizona since the league started were Larry Smith, who came from Tulane, and Dick Tomey, who came from Hawaii. And they were grinders, just like Kyle Whittingham. Um, they recruited smartly within the realm of what the school could get. And they played smart. They didn't try to outscore people. You know, I, don't, I know nothing about football actors and all, but it just seems like if you're a mid-level Power 5 school like Arizona, you, you're not going to outscore people. And... Uh, you got to do what Utah's doing. One thing, Greg, that uh, Kyle Whittingham has stressed, and he says it every time if you ask him what is the key to your success, he says recruiting. And yeah. he, has, he has emphasized this, and uh, he has talked the powers that be into allowing him. I think they had the, the highest uh, recruiting budget of any of the public schools. We don't know about the wow. private schools in the Pac-12. And so he has made that sort of his key to getting this program moving in the direction it has. Uh, it seems like Arizona would be able to do that. I, I don't understand. You know, I mean, I've seen worse campuses, I'll tell you that. You know, the real irony of this is there's a local high school here, South Point Catholic, probably the best high school football team in the history of Tucson, going back 100 years. Um, they have four Power Five conference prospects this year. Big, I mean, big-time elite guys that could play anywhere, and they've committed to Texas, Ohio State, UCLA, um, and it's two miles from campus. They didn't get any of those guys. Hmm. Um, and, and, and they spoke out this week. Three of the kids spoke out this week to the athletics and told them that the U of A just put in minimal, minimal effort on them. That, that was just stunning. You get once in, a, once in a generation players like that two miles from your campus, and they weren't even in the finals for any of them. And one of them's dad played at Arizona and was the first team all packed in lineman. You know, on that note, Greg, uh, Ron McBride, it, he does a show every Friday on our station. Uh, you know, right. Call it Football Friday, and, and Ron is is just amazing and and a terrific part of our our community. But he was talking about your column today, and he said when when he was at Arizona under Dick Tomey that their priority number one. Uh, was not to lose an in-state kid. He, he, Ron said that today, and so it's so interesting he pointed those examples because that, that's the issue he was talking about. They had um, 
when McBride was here, Arizona had two Pac-10 defensive players of the year. Three, I take that back, three. And they're all from Phoenix. All three of those kids, uh, Byron Evans, Dana Wells, and uh, Rob Waldrop. Um, they're all first-team All-Americans, and they're all from Phoenix. And now Arizona can't even touch a Phoenix kid unless he's like a two-star. So what would you suggest, Greg, as far as, uh, well, uh, I don't know when the next hire will be made, but what kind of situation can Arizona work in order to get what they need? Are there local coaches who are familiar with the program, who are familiar with the state, who are familiar with the high school coaches in the state? What is there? Is there someone available? Well, it's funny you mention that. They have a... Uh... Their new interim defensive coordinator is Chuck Cecil, who was um, one of the top three names in the history of Arizona football. Um, in 1986, he, he was the best defensive back in the nation. He coached 17 years in the NFL. Um, he was a defensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. Well, he came back and was hired two years ago, but not as a full-time coach, but as an analyst. He's only 55. He's in the prime of his coaching career. So, you know, you guys know what analysts do. They sit in a room and break down film. Can't recruit, can't really coach the players. Well, they had Chuck Cecil sitting there in his little cubicle breaking down game film when he was the best coach on the entire staff, the most qualified coach on the staff, and they didn't finally go to him until two weeks ago when the season was done. It's just, it's just befuddling that you could make mistakes like that. Greg Hansen is with us, uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So talking about the current situation with, with Kevin Sumlin, Greg, and, and with Khalil Tate, uh, Tate's career arc has not gone as a lot of us uh, expected. And just what, why, what has not worked about that marriage, so to speak? I wish, I wish someone would come forth with a good answer about that because I don't know if you guys remember, for about five weeks I'd never seen a, a college quarterback like that. I mean, he rushed for 320 yards one game, 220 the next. Nobody could tackle him. He, he completed like 75% of his passes in addition to running for all those yards. And then suddenly he, he disappeared. The Khalil Tate we've seen disappeared. He stopped running. Um, he's a terrific athlete. You look at him and think, this guy should be in the NFL someday. You know, he's not even starting now. This is his senior year, fifth-year senior he got beat out by a true freshman, and uh, they got they got a new offensive coordinator when Kevin Sumlin was hired, and, and he's a pass guy. So, Lil Chase basically a guy who drops back in the pocket and throws bombs, and uh, didn't work. Greg, we still get a kick out of playing and replaying some of uh, the sound bites that you gave us from uh, the state of the program at Arizona a few years ago. And it seems as though, from your evaluation of them, the talent level is not particularly high. How is that going? To, how is that going to go Saturday night against the Utes? I mean, Arizona has no chance. You guys know that. Um, they have basically five new offensive linemen now who, who are playing because of injuries. So, how are those offensive linemen going to do against Utah's defensive line, which is probably the best in the nation? Don't you think? Yeah. So, how are those guys going to do? Um, how's freshman quarterback Grant Gannell going to do? The receivers are okay. 
and their defense is, uh, you know, it's a mess. Um, it's a mess. It, there's nothing else you can say. Um, you know, they fired, they fired a third defensive coach uh, yesterday. Um, I only knew the lately. He, he got in a fistfight on the sidelines of the Oregon game last week with the linebacker coach. And the linebacker coach had just been elevated from being a graduate assistant to being a full-time coach after they fired the previous linebacker coach. So that's the situation. I mean, I really haven't heard much anything like this. Uh, real quick before we let you go, Greg, uh, just a, another kind of uh, history lesson on our station. Pace Mannion used to host a show right here yeah. on the zone many, many years ago. And his son, Nico, is now a freshman at Arizona. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, he's uh, highly recruited, much ballyhooed. How, what are the early returns on Nico? He was. They've only played one good team. They played Illinois. And he was so good against Illinois he came here as a McDonald's All-American, a five-star recruit, and all of that stuff. And so we knew he was good. But against Illinois, when he had to be really good that day, he took it to a level I didn't think he had. He, I mean, he's got a chance to be in the NBA like a Steve Nash kind of a player, maybe not that good for a long time. He just has the IQ. And um, I don't think Pace was that good, was he? Uh, not quite. No, Pace, Pace not, played in the NBA a little bit and mm-hmm. was a legend at Utah, certainly, but I, I don't know if he was quite at that level. He, he had a thunder dunk last night driving down the line and driving down the lane that was full with about six players in the lane, and he dunked it, tomahawked it over everybody. And, poof, I mean, this kid is really good. Um, he'll be here for one year, unfortunately, but it, it could be a pretty good one year. Well, Greg, hey, thank you so much for jumping on with us. We really appreciate it. And, again, really enjoyed the the column and would cur- encourage all our listeners to go give it a read. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for talking to you guys. We appreciate it. Greg Hansen uh, writes for the uh, Arizona Daily Star. You can read his work at Tucson.com. And, again, his uh, his column about wit was, uh, was top-notch. So, uh, Greg, uh, how do you think it's going to go against the Utes on Saturday night? Uh, well, the Wildcats have no chance. <laughs> well, he starts out his column saying this, uh, Gordon, in his first uh, paragraph. He says, <laughs> not one Arizona football player would start for Utah. Not a guard, not a safety, not a punter, not a slot receiver. Put it down 0 for 24. Wow. Uh, that's Greg. I mean, he says he, it the way he sees it. He doesn't it. pull many punches, does he? No, he doesn't. And it sounds like there are plenty of punches to throw we are live from the warehouse 1967 south 300 west come on by and see us we still have some jazz gear to give away plus is uh, plus price is so low it will blow your mind more straight straight ahead we have some uh, coach quinn snyder comments about mike conley we'll get some quick uh, gordon's quick thoughts on straight ahead 97.5 and 1280 the zone so put your hands together and please welcome this is utah's best sports radio you're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Stop on by and see us. We'll be here for pregame as well. Speaking of the jazz, uh, Mike Conley had some interesting comments, or no, excuse me, Quinn Snyder had interesting comments about Mike Conley, Gordon, kind of defending him a little bit. We thought uh, we'd give those a listen real quick. Uh, curious to get your reaction. Austin? Mike Conley joined us post-game afterwards, and I asked him whether this has been invigorating or frustrating to have to learn new things. He said it's been humbling. I thought it was an interesting word. How much have you seen him grow? No turnover game the other night. Yeah, I, that's... I guess I've, I've, part of me makes doesn't make me feel great because there's no need for Mike to be humbled in, in any way. Um, and it also shows, I think, his willingness um, to adapt to a situation which, you know, is a direct result of his character. Um, but it's, it's, you know, being on the inside, you know, you see... I, I don't know if people completely can appreciate what... You know, here's a guy who's a max player who's played, you know, for his entire, that, that a, you know, a, a video tribute to him that, you know, all you had to do was, you know, just even if you didn't know him, if you watch that, you appreciate um, the, the person that he is. But, but the player, to come to a new environment and to be that connected with the team in a, in, a, in a market for as long and then to play with a whole new group of players – and then to have everybody analyzing what he's doing, what he should do better, what he shouldn't do. There's nothing about his performance that should be humbling. He, the humility is, he's as humble a person as I know. Um, and I haven't known him that long, but he's fine. You know, he's fine. We also, we were worried about Boyan's shooting percentage in the preseason, and I haven't heard that anymore. We were worried about our defense in the preseason, I haven't heard that anymore. Let's just not worry about Mike Conley. And there's nothing that needs to be worried about that he's not aware of. And, you know, if anyone's, like, you can get out of sorts, you know. The time zone is probably, the, the you know, is different. And, you know, you add in, that that's like one out of 100 things and in the bottom 10. But this guy's doing an unbelievable job. So Quinn Snyder there, and, and I thought some really insightful words on Mike Conley, and I think it demonstrates the faith that he has in, in Mike. And I, I know, though, or I, I heard those comments that David was asking about there where he said it, it was humbling this, this new experience, and basically because it's you get used to things and, and you get to a place where, uh, you, you know, the needs of the team are different and you have to adjust what it is you do and your outlook. And this is something that, uh, that we talked a lot about uh, before the, the season started that the Jazz have an established culture and bringing in these new guys, you know, 10 new faces, the most important parts of the culture were still there. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and that it was going to be those new faces that were going to have to adjust to what the Jazz uh, do, as opposed to somewhere like, uh, you know, when, when LeBron goes anywhere, but specifically LeBron goes to the Lakers. I mean, everybody on that Lakers team had to adjust what they do to LeBron because LeBron's LeBron. Well, Mike Conley's an incredible player. He's a max player. He's got this this very nice contract. Uh, you know, he's, his, his track record speaks for itself but he was coming into a jazz team where he was going to have to fit the jazz culture and 
that was never going to be something that was uh, 100% seamless. And I think that we're seeing that just because the requirements are, Mike, uh, are totally different. And, you know, maybe humbling to Mike, and you heard uh, Quinn Snyder not necessarily like those uh those words because Mike should be confident. You know, Mike, Mike Connolly should never be humbled. You heard, you heard Quinn Snyder say that. And I get where, where Quinn's coming from, but I also see where Mike's coming from too. And, you know, he's a smart player and I think you've seen it in these last few games here. It's really coming around for him. I mean, I don't think he's, um, you know, been perfect by any means. And I think there's room to grow, but I think we've also, and Gordon's talked about this a lot, seen glimpses of, of where this team could be if Mike Conley, Fits, and I don't want to say Mike Conley becomes Mike Conley again because that he's being asked to do something totally different than than he's done in the past. And so, uh, really interesting comments there uh, from Quinn Snyder having his conversation with uh, David Locke, and you'll hear more of that uh, in the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show a little bit later on uh, before uh, the game starts. Coming up next, Jazz Game Night pregame show. I'm going to be live here at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. They also have their brand new new Orem location and uh, Tom joins us once again and uh, Tom look at this you're, you're taking folks through what they could be experiencing with an adjustable bed from the warehouse these guys one needs soft one needs firm how about that and uh, probably a pretty common problem I'm guessing it is most men like firmer most women like softer okay. in my house it's the opposite I like soft my wife likes firmer. interesting so it doesn't matter. You can if you do a split king, you can do while she's sleeping, you can have your head up watching TV in bed while she's asleep. If she has her computer on at five o'clock in the morning, she can be sitting up while you're sleeping. It solves all of the bedroom issues. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> That's a lot. Well, my son has stinky feet. It won't solve stinky feet. He's got to go shower. But most everything else. Most everything else. Yeah, it'll solve. We're here at the warehouse, the Salt Lake Store, 1967 South, 300 West. We've been here a lot, and we've never had a deal this good. And, Gordon, you've seen for the last three years incredible bed deals. This is the best deal I've ever had on Kings and Queens. I have a queen with every bell and every whistle, lumbar. USB, LED lights. It even has an AC plug in the base where you can hook your laptop. It, it, plug in your laptop to charge it if so you're doing nice. homework in bed. Everything on that base. With the mattress, the queen mattress, I just looked it up online. The 11-inch mattress is twenty two ninety nine. I can do the entire thing for fourteen ninety nine. So significantly less than just the mattress. Other places, you right. can do the whole the thing. Base, this base setup, it's an $8,000 package if you were to buy it on Amazon, the cheapest place on the Internet. Wow. That's amazing. At the warehouse, fourteen ninety nine. I also have Queen's Head Up Only Gel-Infused Memory Foam Mattress, four ninety nine. Boom. Boom. That's all that needs Boom. to be said. Take advantage of it. <laughs> Don't forget bedding. If you come in and you want mattress protectors, I'm half price if you buy a bed. Sheets, half price. Boom. Take care. Take advantage. 1967 South, 300 West. Uh, Jazz Game Night pregame starts next. We'll be here from the warehouse, so we'll hear from Tom a little bit later on. Uh, Gordon? Yes, Jake. You have yourself a fine weekend, sir. You too, man. I uh, hope you have a great sports weekend and all our listeners out there. 
We do appreciate it. All right, uh, Jazz Game Night pregame show kicks off next right here on 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. I hate goodbyes. We won't have to work until Monday. Woo-hoo! All right, well, have a good weekend.